episode four. We should ask for some um, funding. <laughs> we should ask uh, if anybody is actually listening their turn off factor of the opening music of this melodica playing the Game of Thrones theme I would say it's pretty likely I would say people would possibly like what we have to talk about mm. hate us as people yes yeah. but hate the melodica more I hated Kathy Freeman but she won us gold so <laughs> you can't hate her though no no one hates no. Kathy Freeman gold there are her. other Olympic gold medalists that obviously we do <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 4 of Game of Thrones Burning Questions My name is Jack, alongside me my brother-in-law Peppy I'm the one who cries himself to sleep every night there We just told you who married whose sister <laughs> We should clarify that Yes, uh, Anybody who's been following very intently mm-hmm. You'd have to listen to the podcast twice Just like we've watched Game of Thrones twice To pick up all the things we've missed yep. We're like George R.R. R. but of the podcast world exactly We're just wrapping facts in other rap So facts. many little subtle things Like when there's silence, are we kissing? Yeah. You don't know <laughs> Yeah, there's sister fuckers in the show There's sister fuckers in this podcast So yeah <laughs> Just, I am married to your sister. Yes. Best decision I ever made. Yes. She's at home at the moment. It was the best decision of best event in my life. I know that for a fact. Well, today, uh, Game of Thrones burning question. Uh, the burning question is not uh, something to do with our relationship. It is to do with two brothers, though. Yes. We're going to be talking all things Clegane Bowl. Oh, I thought we were talking all things Jack and Pep. <laughs> Are we doing another Game of Thrones one? This is another Game of Thrones episode, <laughs> unfortunately. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, Pep, believe it or not, we're, uh, we're sponsored again this week. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> Today's episode of Game of Thrones Burning Questions is brought to you by King's Landing's award-winning blacksmith, The Iron Shop. I'm here with John Anvil, who is a seventh-generation blacksmiter. Yeah, I've always wanted to whack a hot iron with a hammer. And you specialise in prosthetic appendages. How did that all start? Well, my family is from Flea Bottom originally. We were always fixing things. For example, my brother lost a leg, so we made him a metal one. And then I saw Ned Stark's head get cut off, and I thought, that's a shame, I can just make him a new Ned head. (laughs) Have you worked on anybody famous recently? Yeah, more so with Cersei. She wanted uh, Jamie's golden hand shaped a certain way, if you know what I mean. Closed fist, but I kept the fingers open. (laughs) That that must be good for handshaking. Very proper of Jamie. And you have a new line coming out as well. Yeah, just released it recently. It's my most popular ever. It's called the Podrick Pecker. Ladies love this, and I've already got orders from Grey Worm, Theon Greyjoy, and Lloyd Varys. He wanted a nice wide one. (laughs) The Iron Shop, King's Landing's award-winning blacksmithery, located on the Street of Steel. Hey, I've got ones that go over the top if you want one. (laughs) Thanks for thanks for sponsoring the podcast this week. As we get ready for a huge episode today, uh, the Clegane Bowl. Pep, you just missed John Anvil. Oh, that was the Nethead guy? Yeah. Oh, damn They're it. They're sponsoring us this week. That's very nice of them. <laughs> Clegane Bowl. Bigger than any sporting rivalry, I would 100%. say. 100%. I would say. And they do say, like, um, you know, when uh, Daenerys reopened the pits, that, that <laughs> was a sport. That Whatever country that was, they wanted that to happen. Yes. The Slaver's Bay, I think it was, yep. wanted that to happen. Y- you, as a watcher of Game of Thrones, are one and the same with the blood-hungry members of the public in yes. the Game of Thrones universe. 
And Congratulations. Thank you. Clegane Bowl. <laughs> Sir Gregor Clegane. Otherwise known as the Mountain. That big boy. He is a big boy. Versing the Hound. Sandor. Sandor Clegane, his younger and burnt-faced brother. Now, these guys um, are brothers. Yes, they are. They're two of the biggest uh, villains, you could say, on, on the show. Yeah, two of the most feared men in Westeros. Apparently, the Mountain is the most feared, but it is widely accepted and known that Sandor, so the Hound, yep. is one of the best warriors in the in all of the lands. Yep. Do you find the Hound to be a villain on the show? Watching it twice as well? Well, at the start, you would think so. I mean, he's, he's, he's with the bad guys. He's the main bodyguard of, of the worst one, of Joffrey. Yeah. So you'd be like, well, screw that guy. But then he just... Well, there are those moments, you know, when Sansa looks to push Joffrey off the bridge, when Joffrey's like, look at your dad's head on the spike. Yes. And he stops it. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely points in there where you can completely tell that Sandor is guarding Sansa. Well, not guarding her, but just looking keeping out him, for it. Looking out for her. There are those moments. Out. He did run down the butcher boy. He did. And he killed him too on orders. So Whether or not he's good or bad, you know, that's your own call on he that. He definitely marches to the beat of his own drum. He yeah. hates a lot of things about people. He, they, they think that he loves killing and yeah. things like that. He well, basically views it as a job. Yes. Okay. And that's why he left the Battle of Blackwater Bay. Yeah, he left there because, and he was also scared of the, of the wildfire that was used as well. That's so right. So that whole thing where the reason he has his scars is because the mountain, when they were kids, look how simple this is. He literally caught the hound playing with one of his toys. So this is a, a, like a nine-year-old catches his little six-year-old brother with a toy. Yeah, but instead of throwing a piece of Lego at him, he takes him <laughs> to the nearest fiery pit. <laughs> <laughs> and he burns the side of his head. And the only way they stopped him is because apparently every servant they had in the house jumped on the mountain and managed to claw him away from yeah, the hound. From playing with a toy. Yes. Was it a special toy? Uh, I think it was an... Uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, it, it was <laughs> it, he uh, found it in the dishwasher. Yeah, he found, yeah. <laughs> it was... He was like, Mom, the hound grabbed my Robo-Raptor. <laughs> Is this family, the, the Clegane family, are they a big family? Because you don't hear much about the dad or the mum. You would have to ask that question to oh. one of our book reader one listeners. One of the book reader listeners. Yeah, Jesus. We hate them. You may as well have said the word Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, no. Thank you for listening if you're a book reader. Can, if, if anyone has clarity on, on the background of the Clegane family, is it a big family? Because they're serving the... Like hmm. they're they're protecting the king. They're not yeah. part of the army. They've got no. a very serious role. But they they are loyal to the Lannisters, though. So that's so, all I know. Were they loyal to the Baratheons? I don't think so. I think they were always loyal to the Lannisters. So the Clegane Bowl, though, is uh, this well hyped event. Hopefully, coming in season eight, you would think they're going to put it in there because. There's going to be dis disappointment if it's not there. Yeah. The showdown between the Mountain v. the Hound. Yeah, two brothers. And we know for a fact that the Hound wants to kill him through their confrontation in the Dragon Pit. Yep. Um, at the end of Season 7 or uh, yeah. towards the end of Season 7. That was when everyone got together with Cersei and they presented the dead walker. Yes. Yeah, John and his crew. Yep. And part of that crew was the Hound. Yep. Obviously, the Mountain was also there because he's guarding Cersei. And the hound went up to the mountain saying, holy shit, you look so ugly. You're even uglier than me now. Yeah. That's what he says to him. And then he says something along the lines Well, the hound of, says that to the mountain. The hound says that to the mountain. Because we don't, I don't think we ever really hear the mountain talk. We don't hear him talk after he kills Oberyn. 
Yeah. So he's like, I raped her, I killed her, and then I crashed her head in. That's right. And That's then right. and then splat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last time we hear him talk. He doesn't talk after that because apparently Kyburn, when he reanimated the mountain, he told everybody That was he, the that was like the dark maester who came in and took over from Yes. Yeah, so um Kyburn was known as a guy who performed weird sort of experiments on people in yeah. the past. That's why Frankenstein-like. I think he was like an expelled maester. Book he readers, was. please confirm. No, I, I remember that being said, that he was like a disgraced yes. for the experiments he was uh, conducting. Yeah. They said, we don't, you, you're not part of us. Yeah, so I think that's a giveaway that the Lannisters and the Cleganes, yep. and by the Cleganes, I mean the Mountain, they're loyal to each other because it's like it was one of her own kids. And Cersei's like, you do whatever you can to save him. And Kyburn's like, leave him with me. Cracks yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we have seen um, the mountain V the Hound to an extent um, early on in season one. Yes, you might remember that jousting tournament mm-hmm. that was um, was put on uh, when Ned arrived in King's Landing. Yes, because he was made Hand of the King. They they like yep. welcomed him in with a tournament. Yeah, like a and tournament. Uh, the mountain was jousting. He mm-hmm. burst someone, got knocked off his horse, got real angry. Uh, it was um, Sir Loris. Sir Loris knocked him off. Yep. As he would have loved to have done. Yep. And uh, the mountain gets all angry, cuts the horse's head off. Yes. Picks up his huge sword and goes to hit Sir Loris. Yes. And the hound jumps down. Yep. And they throw swords for a couple yeah. of seconds. <laughs> they throw swords. They cross swords. I wish, I wish they were. Uh, is that was that a term like these days? It's like I'll throw hands at you, bro. I'll throw fists. Yeah. It's like they was like I'll throw swords with you. Yeah. Yeah. Just for a little bit, like sparks would have flown. Yes. So I guess you know we we have seen snippets of what could happen if mm-hmm. they were to fight each other in combat. Yes. The alluring thing about those two fighting each other is that they're probably two of the most powerful fighters. Yeah. In the show, I would say both of them would be top five warriors or top six warriors in yeah. in Westeros. Not magic related though. Pure like yeah, pure, pure thro- throwing swords. Yes, I would. Yes. They're up so, there. <laughs> pound for pound fighters. They're not the number one fighter. But no. I reckon when it comes to power... A the, mix of everything, probably. Yeah, and, mm. and that's what, you know, you've got the brother link, which people are going to go, a brother's about to kill a brother. Yeah. Yes, it will be hype, but it's not going to be the showdown of the best two fighters mm. because there are better fighters. I yep. think Oberyn was a better fighter than the Mountain, yep. but got cocky mm-hmm. and was asking him, you know, you know, he'd slash the back of his knee, he'd put his spear through his chest. Yeah. And he was like, and then he was just like, you raped her. You yeah. Mur- <laughs> yeah. You murdered her. Yeah. Whatever. It's like, just kill him. But he did that. He didn't just do that once either. He did that like five or six times. He had the kill shot. And you, as a viewer, you're sitting there, you're sweating and you're like, come on, just do it. Like, finish yes, it off. Just finish it. It's yeah. like, there's an open net. Yeah. Put the puck in. Yes. Just put it in. Yep. In that sense, when you could argue, look, Oberyn did die in that fight. So the mountain won. Yep. Oberyn was the better fighter, just not on the day. Yeah, possibly. Think, well, part of the whole fighting thing is, is like focus and mentality. And he wasn't there just to kill the mountain. No, he was there to embarrass him, get him to admit his crimes to everybody, and then kill him. Right. Yes. Whereas the mountain was just there to kill him. Had yes. Oberyn done that same thing and had the right mentality, he probably would have killed him. Yeah. But he didn't. And then because he on took the day, his time early too, like he danced around. Yeah, and... he was doing his weird Eddie Gordo from Tekken so, Three. So, so, yeah. What, what, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Stop break dancing. No one wants to see your windmill here. Just kill this guy. Yeah, he's just moving around like that, and that's something that happened as well. In the same sense that the mountain, not the best fighter. Neither is the Hound. The no. Hound was beaten Pro- by Brienne. Proven beaten by Brienne, yes. And that was a fair match. It was. But he missed a kill shot as well because there was this moment where they'd been tussling 
he'd put her on her stomach. And remember, she's there crawling away to get her mm -hmm. sword, and he decides to kick her between the legs. Yes. Like a real punt, yep. straight up there. He thought, if she's this good, she must have balls. That's, I think that is a frustrating thing about Game of Thrones. Was so it? often, and fighting <laughs> and death is so prevalent in your life. Yeah. Growing up, like... You know, look at little Ollie, who was yeah. on a farm, and then the wildlings just came and raided for no reason. Like, mm. death is everywhere. Yep. If you're in combat, fighting somebody, you're going to take the first chance you get to slit them every time. Yes. You're not going to put your sword away and go, no, hold on, I'm going to kick her between the legs first. Yeah, let me just savor this moment. Yeah. yeah, and then she can flip me off a, a rock, I'll fracture my thigh bone. Yep, it's the same sort of thing. That He paid for that, and uh, she ended up winning the fight. Now, she kicked him off like the ledge, and he fell, what, like 20 meters down to like a rocky surface, yep. and then fell down onto some hills. Yep. Arya left him there to die. Yep. So we have found that the people that haven't have had the kill shot, but it's like in any other cinema, like in any Austin Powers, any James <laughs> Bond, they've got the kill shot a million times. Yeah. And then every single time they get away and every single time the person who has the kill shot loses. So often they go, let's do this monologue before we kill you. Like, I know it doesn't make yeah. for a great movie, but yeah. the amount of times Bond's been tied up. Yeah. Instead, of, you remember that movie where Bond had the, the seat cut out? Yeah. And someone came in and swung that rope yeah. with the rocks on the end yeah. into his nuts? Austin, yeah, Mike Myers takes the piss out of it in, uh, in Austin Powers when he's like, no, I'm just going to tie them to the <laughs> unnecessarily slow-moving <laughs> dipping mechanism. <laughs> it's the same thing. With, is it Scotty? Yes. Is that the son of Austin Powell, yeah. Dr. Evil? He's like, go to my room. I can get my gun. Bang. We're done. He's the smartest person in the show. Yeah, he should have been on the Put Iron him away. Throne. <laughs> Zip it on the Iron Throne. Seth Green should have been on the Iron Throne. That's where we're getting at right now. Okay, so really quickly, who's the better fighter, Brienne or the Hound? I'd love to say the Hound. Yeah. Um, manpower all the way, but it got proven in this case. that sure. At the moment, she's a coin flip better. So who wins Clegane Bowl then? I, I, obviously, I would want the Hound to win. Yep. Knowing Game of Thrones and how they've done it, um, they might not even let it happen and then they might just kill the Hound or I'm not sure. Well, um, they fight I, the same style. The Hound doesn't they, have uh, what Oberyn had to beat the Mountain. No, but he is a bit quicker than the Mountain because he, he's still, he's not quite as big, but he's still very, very big by any standard. Yeah. So he should have the upper hand speed wise, which is what got Oberyn ahead for much of that fight. Yeah. He also has a lot of power. Like we've seen him, like the guys that were hanging. Do you remember how... He got revived by this guy who, I forget what his name was. He was in the movie Death Race. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> a bunch of dudes from the Brotherhood Without Banners. Yes. Um, uh, they were hanging in them and he went and asked, can I kill some of these? They killed my little chapel building friends. That's it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Like, <laughs> chapel building friends. <laughs> um, and then he, I'm pretty sure he rips a guy's spine out through his... He not, hits... Oh, is this no because they they wanted justice in that death there was a scene where he axed a guy up through the nuts that might be the one i'm thinking and of. then when he pulled it out it all dropped out yeah yeah, yeah. That might and be then one. i think the eye patch bloke um <laughs> beric beric said no the hanging guys hanged that was an epic scene though because you remember like there's just four blokes sort of standing around uh campfire and he's in the background walking up with the axe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he just straight into so, the chest so he's got that same genetic being brothers as i just want to i want to dismember this yeah. person so i reckon it would be really close as long as the hound doesn't get his body weight on him yeah. if it, if the mountain gets gets his body weight on or anywhere near you i think your head is about to explode like yeah. what happened to oberon yeah like he got one punch on oberon and he broke his jaw knocked watched, all his teeth the 
his teeth like fly out. I watched that in slow motion and didn't realize how many teeth he lost. He lost. Yeah. Oberyn doesn't have an iron jaw. No. He couldn't take a punch. No, that's it. So as good as he was as a fighter. Yeah. His um, attack level was huge, but his defense level was yeah. was awful. He took one punch and got picked up and squeezed. Yeah. Couldn't roll away. Couldn't run away. Another uh, another factor is what did Kyburn actually do to him? We haven't still seen him without his mask. You know that he's purple. You know that, yeah, he's like, he's got like blue eyes and like bluish flesh around his face. <laughs> you see him in the dark take his helmet off when yeah. um, he goes to rape that nun. That's right. You can sort of still see the shape of his head, but does, apart from that, it's nothing. Does he look like Grimace? Probably, Probably not. <laughs> It's like Shrek. Yeah, Eddie Murphy comes out. <laughs> All right, so a hideous, ugly beast. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put money on. Um, the mountain's gonna defeat the hound. Yeah, look. I think the mountain's not gonna survive the entirety of season eight. No, I don't think either will. I no. think when it comes to the Clegane Bowl, my gut feeling that will be the death of the hound. Can we insert our own theory? Yeah. All right, if you're listening to this, make sure if you're in the car, put your seatbelt on. <laughs> if you're standing in an office or something, sit down and make sure there's no sharp objects around because Peppy is about to throw a theory out. I don't think right. even Jack has heard this. I haven't read this, I promise. Okay. So if it's out there, I'm sorry to the to the Reddit guy. Send some microwave pizzas to your grandmother so she can feed <laughs> you, all right? It's all right. So I reckon there's a chance that even though he didn't get killed by a white walker or a white, the mountain might be in that same state. His eyes are kind of blue like a white walker, right? Yeah. Or like a white. Sure. Um, so he could be an undead man, essentially. So part of the Meister's yeah. um, healing process for him was to insert dragon glass into him. Who knows? Who knows what he's done? What if the mountain mm -hmm. is a really, really key ingredient in defending from the white walkers? Could be. He could have a really badass moment. But yep. I don't know how that it would, would advantage him. He basically is like a white Okay. So that could have some bearing in the story. So maybe there's the greater good rather than, than just the Clegane Bowl. As cool as it would be seeing them two fight each other, imagine they go to fight each other, but then because of this other big war, they have to fight together. That would be badass. So like they're forced to yeah, band together. Imagine, imagine, yeah, if they're forced band to of band. Brothers. Imagine that. Um, who who we, else we, is in Band we, of Brothers? Ross from France. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we get some to eat spaghetti and then run up the hill? That's it, yeah. So that that would be really cool. That, that David Schwimmer's on a horse. <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that would be really cool, I reckon. I know everybody was looking forward to Clegane Bowl, but it would be really cool to see them fight together. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I'm all for brothers. Yeah, boy. Here we go. So That's episode four. Any, you, uh, <laughs> any feedback, uh, any uh, fact-checking that you want to get through, I still don't know where that happens. Mm. Should we make it up now? Or should we... <laughs> no, you know, just keep, keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs>